Hey, what it do, what the business is. It's your man Animal Brown checking in. Another week in the books, as Spike Lou would say. Episode 308 of the On Deck TV podcast is here. We are breaking down that big Crit album that just dropped over the weekend. Crit is here. We will rate, review, debate, and discuss as we always do. This episode is brought to you by the Needle app. All right, Needle is a free app that converts audio into text. So that radio listeners can search live content as easily as they search the web, all right? Any person with the app can add their own voice to the live search results and become instantly searchable by the words they say, all right? That's Needle, N-E-D-L. Go get the app. It's lit. Um, as always, this is brought to you by Realville Media Group. Do me a favor. Go to realvillemedia.com. Check out all the shows on the network. All the shows on the network are going to consist of FSP. That's the full sport press. Go check out J-Hove. Go check out Big Jeff. Go check out How Weezy and the FSP cameraman that never takes pictures. This last week, man, they discussed their player comps for the latest NBA draft. Uh, they made sure that you know who the incoming players were comped-wise, and they gave you some good insight and did it FSP style. Don't forget to tell a friend about the latest episode of the Full Sport Press Podcast. Appreciate those guys. Also, we have a brand new edition of the Fresh for Dummies podcast. Animal Brown, J-Hove doing their thing over there, giving you the latest. This one is the Terry Gucci Slides. Excuse me. Terry Cloth Gucci Slides. This is the latest episode of the Fresh for Dummies podcast. Issue number 49 for Fresh for Dummies. We appreciate you joining us. Go to realvillemedia.com and check out all the episodes. Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books. It's the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how does your boy Animal Brown? Animal underscore Brown if you're looking for me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snap. I am Spike Lou on the same social media sites. Producer M Extra was goody. It's your boy M Extra Parmesan. I didn't Sergento in the building. M Extra 3 on all things social media. M X T R A, the number three. When they get one subscriber to his little track, his little playlist, and one. got all these different names and shit. Uh, one sounds a lot different than a plethora. <laughs> <laughs> one and a plethora. Uh, what you have on deck for the weekend? Uh, my weekend was slow motion. Didn't get into much. What did you guys have up? Uh, shout out to AMC. I was in the building. You're keeping them open. I saw Crawl. <laughs> it was dope. Sure. Yeah. Very nice little man versus wild. Uh, alligator versus human, mm. pretty dope. It was entertaining as fuck. Jumped mm. a couple times, couple of good jump scares. Mm. Oh, mm. it was good. It was effective, straight to the point. Ninety minutes in and out. Let's go. It had to be a date night movie. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, because she jumped five times. I only hey. jumped like twice. Right into your arms. Absolutely. That's, that's the whole point that's of to do it, huh? making that's this a date night. night. Absolutely. What you have on deck, sir? Uh, I had a couple things going on. Shout out to a bird. Kicked with him a little bit on Thursday. Shout out, bird. Man. Shout out. What to, it do? Yeah. Uh, this weekend I went to go visit my mother in Huntsville, Alabama. Shout out to Huntsville, Alabama. Shout home. out Mom Dukes. Alabama A&M. Had a good time there. Shout out to my brother and my sister as well. So family time this weekend. I can respect it. I ain't been to Alabama in a minute. Mm. Is Huntsville where the uh, space joint is? That is correct. NASA. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. NASA. The space joint. Yeah. <laughs> some shit. Shout out to Huntsville, man. Most definitely. Now we got a lot to get to. All right. We are going to break down this big crit. Album, yes, sir. Uh, Can't remember in time. Let's talk about whether it lives up to the crit was here that we hold so mm. high in regard. Mm. Uh, but first, we're gonna talk Jermaine Dupree. Mm. Now, JD right caused a firestorm on social media last week while being interviewed by People Magazine. When asked about which female rapper he is rocking with in the game right now, he responded by saying, and I quote, I can't really say. I feel like they're all rapping about the same thing. It's like strippers rapping. Mm. As far as rap goes, I'm not getting who is the best rapper, end quote. Now, fans and even Cardi herself took to social media to name drop several ladies who are killing the game right now. Jermaine Dupri has since announced an all-female cypher to shine more light on the ladies uh, that are highlighting bars. Now, my question, was the reaction to his comments overblown and was creating the cypher the right call? Uh since this happened, Jermaine Dupree has came in and cleaned up his statements on Van Lathan's podcast, and he did say, from how we understood it, the question that is from People Magazine, who is his favorite between the three that were mentioned? There were right. two ladies interviewing him, 
They mentioned Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> they mentioned Cardi B. Yep. And they mentioned Nicki Minaj. So he said in response to that, he didn't have a favorite <clears throat> because they're all, those three, are rapping about stripping. Lies. So that's what he said. Lies. With that being said, and if that's the context that he wants to use it in, I think that people react too quickly these days to have an opinion. Uh, Jermaine Dupree knows that being a veteran of the game, so he knew the platform that he was on. He knew this would get him traction while he's doing his documentary thing. I feel like that if he really felt that way, Jermaine Dupree being the businessman that he is or should be doing as far as from his perspective is addressing that issue. If he felt like all female rappers were rapping about the same thing, I feel like Jermaine Dupree has enough sway, has enough leeway to be able to put some skin in the game and change that and to control an effective market because everybody is flocking to the female now. So if he honestly felt that that was lacking in the game and they were not having substance, then I feel like that he would address that in a different way. I do think going back and doubling and listening to it, that he was only considering those three when he said that. Okay. And I think that people are quick to want to be in an outrage for different things. It works for him. He, every couple of years, does something to stir the pot to get things surrounding him going. On his TV show, he had Rhapsody on there last year. She was one of the secret contestants that were judging the ladies that were on the rap show. So I don't think that he's ignorant to the fact that there are other female rappers. Right. Uh, and I do mm. think that he was taken out of context when he said this, and he cleaned it up well, in my Whoa. opinion. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm a, along those same lines. Uh, in the words of the Cool Hand Luke, what we have here is a, a, failure. a, a failure to, to communicate. communicate. Check you out. That's so, a great yeah, I'm movie deep. quote. I know, I'm a beast. Mm, yeah. So... The problem is that when people make these comments, whether it be on social media or when they have their blurbs taken out of uh, interviews and you get the headline, mm -hmm. you know, Jermaine Dupri says all female rappers are stripper rappers or whatever the, the headline said. That's where people get mis mis things misconstrued because they draw conclusions of what they think that he meant and they end up reaching going entirely too far. The narrative that was going on over the weekend was, who is Jermaine Dupri to say what women can and cannot talk about? The narrative over the weekend was, Jermaine Dupri, but what about the guys who all talk about uh, sex, drugs, drugs, and rock and, and roll, and all true. of that shit. Which is all true. Yeah, more than one thing can be true at a time, uh, but what I don't need is people to all lives matter me to death. When we're talking about one subject, you bring say, in something else that may be true, but has nothing to do with the question that was asked to him or the subject at hand. It's true in a sense of what about when black people kill people that's what like, i'm saying that's what is true that, in this that's sense. that's the all lives mm, matter shit that analogy. i'm talking about no that, that's, that's the exact terrible, analogy i'm gonna let y'all finish go ahead in, in in the way like well go ahead you done absolutely not now <laughs> the problem is people coming absolutely to these conclusions not. And they're skipping over what I feel was blatantly obvious, which was that he was referring to mainstream female artists. If mm -hmm. you look at the mainstream female artists that are popping right now, the aforementioned Megan, Cardi, Nikki, you <clears throat> maybe could even throw City Girls in. They may not be on that level yet. But those are the ones who get abundant coverage on Internet, TV and radio. Their whole basis, their brands are based on the same thing. It's that sex sales for mm -hmm. those particular artists. Yeah. <laughs> but those are the ones who have the most juice right now. That mm. is clearly what he meant mm. when he said that. Now, Jermaine Dupri is out of touch, though. Yeah. He, now he's 100% out of touch, and that's what out-of-touch people do. They only reference what is on surface level and above. So mm. you can name oh, Cardi's 100% right. Mm. You can name Tierra Whack. You can name Kamaya. Fire. You can name Rhapsody. Fire. You can name all of those people that are dope. No name. All of them. However, you can't name one song of any of those people that are on the radio or TV. That's you can't do. But, so that's what out of touch people do. That's how we get Macklemore winning album of the year over Kendrick Lamar because out of touch people voted and they're only familiar with what's came across their radar. I ain't gonna do Jermaine Dupree like that though. I ain't gonna but say that's that, what happened. That's exactly I'm not, what happened. I, I'm not gonna say that he doesn't know these things or he only knows these things on a surface level. I I think that, like he said, if, if these are the three ladies that you're mentioning to me, two ladies from people who may not know a lot about hip-hop, I don't want to go over your head and start talking about a Tierra Whack or start talking about a Rhapsody <laughs> and now I'm sitting here with the crickets playing because <laughs> no one knows what I'm talking about. Like you said, that's, those that's ladies bullshit. are not on the radio. And, and, and he would have went over their head and looked like the crazy hip-hop guy had he what? been there saying those <laughs> ladies' names. He'd had to talk about his documentary. 
I'm not here to talk about female rap. I'm not here to talk about any of that. If you ask me who my favorite female rapper is, I tell you out of those three that I don't have a favorite, out of those three that these are the subjects that they're ca- talking about and that really and don't fact, move though. me. That's I mean, we can't knock him for having an opinion. Yeah. Too many people want to knock him for having an opinion in <clears throat> 2019, and that's why we get the complaints that you and I would have of people not doing press, people not doing these things, because they don't want their words to be misconstrued. And now... In my plans, I went out here to do a documentary promo run, and I got to answer all these questions about female rap every time that I sit down with somebody uh, oh, now. Oh, God. I don't know what is worse from you guys' take. I do agree with what you said about him being out of touch. He's clearly out of touch. Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's He's fine. He's clearly yeah. out of touch, and you guys are shooting him major bail. No. Um, but <clears throat> Me too, let's, start, let's start here. Okay. okay. Do you guys feel – so you guys feel all the outrage was unwarranted, all of it, or yes. is it just too much? No, I think that people were doing too much. But you feel some was warranted. I think he, if you if the outrage would have been, come on, Jermaine Dupri, you're out of touch. That's one thing. But Jermaine Dupri, you can't tell these ladies what to rap about. That was completely unwarranted. Okay, so I don't know picking, where that came. From. And you just think all of it was unwarranted. I think that the outrage uh, <clears throat> with him to do well, the fake outrage, I feel like was unwarranted, what? not the actual uh, outrage. So you're gonna tell women how to believe? Not women. <laughs> fake outrage. Nah, not women in general. <laughs> with, when you take something out of context of what someone says and then you run How? with it and when you run with it and you say I want to comment on this because this is a hot button issue which I feel like a lot of people did nobody took time out to say this is was the actual question uh, this is what he actually addressed okay. even when it was posted on the shade room they didn't even post the question okay. they posted his response <clears throat> and then they posted Jermaine Dupree says all female rappers are stripping this and that. Clickbait. No. That's not video. what he said. There's so a video. If you're clicking on it for that and you're going in with that intention from that headline, yeah. But that's there's fake a video, outreach. right? Yeah, for sure. Cut okay. video. No, no. Edited there's a video, video right? Edited so the video. <clears throat> but there's a video. Does it edited. exist? Yes edited. or no? It exists. There's right. edited video. So yes. on the video <laughs> that is shown that uh, Cardi B responded to, Ari Lennox responded to, I love Cardi's and Ari Lennox responses, especially Ari. Ari's had a funny freestyle response. She did, and she was ripping it. Um, the thing is, Jermaine Dupree was asked this question, and he began to answer the question. Uh, he was fumbling a little bit at the front, and that's right. why they shot him those names. I don't believe he was just talking about this. It's good. It makes sense to say, oh, I was only talking about those names that asked me. But I, I don't think that was the case. And furthermore, to go on and say, oh, none of – it doesn't matter what they talk about. <clears throat> they ask you – who do you believe the best? You could just say, I don't know. Don't just shit on them and say all they're talking about is stripping is not really rapping. Well, to be That's, fair, she asked him, she said, You don't she said, So you're not in a party? Yeah, no, she, she, said, she asked him yeah. who you're into. When exactly. Say I don't have when she name dropped Cardi and Megan, and he was like, uh, she was like, oh, you're not in the Cardi? That's when he said, uh, no, not really, yeah. because X, Y, and Z. Yeah, right. but but my point is you got you can see, you can see why females and hip hop. I saw males upset about this as well because it's true. Like Wayno said on Everyday Struggle, he said the same thing. Males can rap about whatever they want to rap about and still be considered the best. It doesn't matter. It can yeah. be the same thing. You know how many rappers are, li- are rapping around about drug dealing and, and coke, and ninety uh, percent are lying, but they never get criticized and, for it. And none of them are considered the best because everybody talks about Drake, Big I mean, no, Drake, no, no, that's K- not Kendrick, true. and J Cole. That's not true. You are those not the three A listers? No, yeah. but see the thing is, you're trying to compartmentalize. There's only three people. He was talking about females in general. You shouldn't. I'm no, not giving no, him no. that. He was I'm not giving about, him that. He was I'm not giving him that. I'm not giving him that at all. I think he because was talking about if you're mainstream. if you're a producer, this is how out of touch and ignorant he sounded on the show is. If you're a legendary producer who claimed you did so much for for Atlanta and so much for hip hop, you should know up and coming female rappers. No, that's not true. Period. No, how no, is that no, possible? No, how you can't? He's he not in the game right now. So if listen, <laughs> if you're no, not in the game, you can't talk about it. Right. If you're not in the game, he should have said, "I don't know." He did say that. No, he didn't. And they he criticized the women. He did not say, "I don't know." He criticized them. He, he criticized what they talk about. He criticized their skills. That's what he did. He criticized the three women that were mentioned. And yeah, actually, that's criticism. He gave his opinion. It wasn't even actually a criticism. He didn't say, "I don't <laughs> like that they rap about." This. He said they're all rapping about the same things in context to those three women. And I'm not into that. And not and I'm not into that. What people <laughs> like to do nowadays and what people like to get outraged, and you say you're not shooting a mini bell, that's fine. But if you're not going to shoot a mini bell, at least listen to what the man said. I heard exactly what he you said. You heard what he said, but you're not listening to the context of it. Because he gave context and then you're saying, well, he meant this. He got a whole interview that's an hour long explaining and saying, no, I didn't mean that. I'm speaking after in reference the, to these three people. After it don't matter if it's after or before. Yes, if, it does matter. If I'm giving you context <laughs> to something that I say, you can't then turn and say, 
Now nah, your context don't matter. Because you get this. It's PR, bro. Right. He saw the outrage right. and he and was on, on there like, people, oh my we God. We commend people here all the time for having good PR. So if his PR team is good enough to turn this ship around in 24 hours and him to say, well, you know, like, actually this it. was the question. Nobody bought it, though. But you're you, not buying it. I bought, bought it. it. No. It sounds no, it sounds legit I, to me. I, I, I thought it before he explained it. So I didn't need him to explain that. So to know that he was only referring to mainstream artists. But well, regardless, okay. That's you all can, you can say that. You can and say not that. even mainstream. He's referring to the three people that were mentioned to him. <laughs> but they all also the three mainstream. The three mainstream okay. artists. And like so, and, and like I said, to shoot him, Bell, he says, in my mind frame, I'm here to talk about my documentary. That doesn't matter. I'm not here to talk about the hottest three rappers. So if you all matter. put me by a question and then you follow that up with three answers, I'm going to go with that because you're the interviewer. You're leading this. So it if you say good. those three names it after you good. ask me a question, I'm going to say, yeah, because no. really, I'm trying to glide past this. I'm here to talk about my documentary. Well, he should have said that. Rappers. He should have said that. Let's be honest, your asshole. He, he was, his, his response was worse. Let's be honest, You criticize females. You call them strippers. You did, That was all criticism. So every female who had something to say about this had a right to say something but, about it. And yeah, for you to sit up here and say they didn't have a right makes it worse. No, they have right to do whatever uh, they like. But you, if you said you, it was if, fake if outrage. Going you said it was fake outrage. The people outrage that didn't take fake. the people that didn't take the time to listen to Toxic all of masculinity it. all in this room. The, the people <laughs> that didn't take the time to listen to all of it, I I call fake outrage. That, that's all I'm saying. It's just like even with regular politics, when you just read the headlines of someone in politics or so you, whoever it may be. So you mean the fans, not the artist response? Listen. I'm saying even this. the artist was response, Cardi's response so like, justified. If if okay, was yeah, Cardi's was response justified? This is he the question. To Cardi, this is so the yeah. question that he posed, and I will pose this to you since you say it's it's real outrage. Has a rapper, a female rapper that's in Baltimore, Atlanta, Texas, whatever it may be, that those ladies didn't mention? Why would they take offense to this if nobody knows who they are? He don't know what they're rapping about. Because what's uh, offensive because, about this to you? Because of what you missed what I said at the beginning. It was offensive to all female rappers in general. Right. Because Why? he tried because of what he said about them. He's he because you he made it. At the end, after the interview, he made it seem like he was only talking about three people, but he was talking about the genre in itself yeah. in you, general. You, know, you, hold on, ignorant, you honestly think he was You know about how ignorant genre, Jermaine Dupree yeah. would have to be to sit there and he be like, all females rap about is stripping. Like he, not, he said he, all they fam, rap about. He, the three people no, he, that he, they he didn't specify. If that if that was his thought and process and belief system, he then why would he have up. Rhapsody he on said, the show? Why would he have like? So why did he bring up Rhapsody? If he know who Rhapsody because is. Because his, his track record speaks for itself. And that's why I'm talking about the fake outrage. This man got the- So why did he bring he up Rhapsody? arguably is behind the best female rapper ever. Exactly. So You're someone, proving my point. For he some, looks dumb. So for someone to say, who are you, Jermaine Dupree, to even say this about female rappers when he found the brat? That's crazy. Exactly. Yeah, that's you know everyone, new generation. And you know what everyone else is saying, to your point? What's he that? found the brat. He should know better. No, that's that's that. No, hold on, hold on. You he should know better. That, you can't build that He should know right better. There. That was 30 years ago. Like, just because- huh? He did something. He nah. just said he had Rhapsody in the studio. He didn't mention Rhapsody at all. No, but that, but I'm gonna tell you why he was thrown off by the references <laughs> oh that they God. gave. That, that's not that far fetched. I promise it's not. Thrown it's off. I, I promise you, it's yeah, not. He said not. so. He was thrown off, and they said, "Who's your favorite female rapper?" They they gave examples after he started to answer. Right. And he, so he was thrown off by them categorizing the yes, rappers. He switched his focus to answer who to address who they had said. All that's right. what I'm. That's not. There's okay. no way that 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 big of a stretch. And, and, and all it is is, is in my opinion, like. Mr. People Fantastic. are trying to have another conversation based off his answer. That's he wasn't trying problem. to have that conversation. So if you though. ask him with the context of, hey, let's talk about female rap, what's wrong with it, what you like about it, your opinion on it, then he's going to give you a much more thought-out answer I than all so. of them sound like strippers I because hope so. he has the track record and the resume that states that he would. Yeah, And if, if he had that, one would think he would never be in this predicament in the first place. Yeah, first of all, the, I, the, the reason he's in predicament that's, that's is because people overreacted. Like, that, yeah. That's the argument. Yeah. People make mistakes. And I think even, that I think the reaction to, was justified. Even to say that that's why he's in this predicament, he's done a great job, in my opinion, of cleaning it up. Like no, really? I ain't seen nobody like he. He has an interview that's an hour long, twenty four hours later. I don't know how long they've been in the cuss, but they addressed it on Van's interview, and that came out today. This happened exactly because this guess week. what it is. Let's clean it up, Jermaine. You, you know, let's you know clean it up, is, Jermaine. Is you got press now? You got your biography that's coming out. Let's use this, clean it up, and go ahead about your day. Yeah, here's 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 the here's the he thing, fumbled though. big time. Here's the thing, and this is what to Wayno's point that you just threw out there because I and I don't believe that show still comes on. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Wayno for the VP. That uh, was his opinion. Like Jermaine Dupri gave his opinion on what his preference is. So for people to take that and say, "Oh, what are you Did saying, he? Jermaine Dupri? You they can't rap about this. They can't rap." A he never said he anything close to that though. He said to <laughs> me. 
when they asked him what his uh, favorite is, bro, no lie, I bullshit you not. I've heard, and people have actually commented on the On Deck TV podcast IG. I've heard women say that they talk about the same. That doesn't shit, mean bro. it's right though. No, but what I'm saying, it don't mean that it's right to state out a fact. But he bro. said, no, he said it's not a fact. Number one, what? Number, you just number, number two is he said it in a negative light. So he so, said all okay. they, he said all they rap about is stripping. It's a stripper who you. That's negative. How he said it was negative. Con, you said context. Context is everything. He came off as negative, and that's why he got his ass but blasted. For, and he deserved him, to get a donkey the other day. For him though, he was giving his. Uh, they asked, "What is his it doesn't favorite?" Matter. It doesn't matter. His answer was wrong. It Why do you think this happens? Matter. How is his opinion? You can't wrong tell me what I like. Now, how he answered it was incorrect. He can have his opinion, nah, but that's the problem today, and why people don't do press, and, and well, he should and, shut up. And why people are so <laughs> closed off when it comes to social media, when it comes to doing interviews, because of what you just said. It doesn't matter the cleanup. It doesn't matter the PR. What matters is you said this as if people don't make mistakes. Let's oh, say, I didn't say people can make say, mistakes. Oh, Let's say that he did mean everything that you said. He since came back out and cleaned it up. And, and that's people fine. Are still, no, it's not fine because you still let his head about it. Because it's people a topic. are still outraged <laughs> about it. Not, I didn't true, give a chance to speak about it. that. But people, people are still <laughs> outraged about it even if you come out today time and say, you know what, I did make a mistake. People still want your head on the stake, and that's the problem that well, you I have don't, when you're not getting a lot from, then, from your celebrities now. I don't agree with that. I and mean, then on top of that, he announced a cipher with all <laughs> – Females giving females that we've never heard opportunities to shine. And people mm-hmm. are like, oh, so now you, now you want to do, do this? You want to give people a chance to shine that we've never heard? Fuck out of here. Now you want to put female rappers on. Yeah. You can't What's win the for losing, yeah. dude. What's the problem with that? I mean, but you guys don't. don't Bro, is, I you know guys that, know why people are saying I know that. this is a slow news week. Uh, we, I, I mean, understand. Come on. Come on. But, like, All of us, honest, I'm just going to let me, let, me, let me fix this problem and come have on, females rap for me and show me yeah, with their yeah, skills. Yeah. Nah, give them a platform. Boy, I tell I, you. I feel like that that wouldn't have been set up in two days as far as let me fix this problem. I feel like that may have already been out there. Just may I have mean, gotten more. It may have gotten more uh, recognition because of this, dude. The overreaction was blatant. Like it's, yeah, it's bro. He was clearly. We clearly know who he was talking about, and that's clearly a. Again, I have heard women say this multiple times, way before Jermaine Dupri did. Like nothing he said <clears throat> was mind blowing. So, okay, I gotta ask you one last question. Sex sales. Do they not have the same huh. premise? Is their let brand you, not sex sales? Let me ask you one last question. Has Megan Thee Stallion ever been a stripper in her life? No, he was clearly nope. talking about nope. Cardi and. Oh, now he, you, y'all Ooh. mentioned Megan at the beginning of the. Of did the lady not say so? You don't like he's, Cardi B? Did and Megan the Stallion, and may, he mentioned Megan the Stallion, did he not? The, the lady mentioned Megan. Yes, yeah, and, and guess what he and, and guess what he said? All of them are like former strippers. Megan never stripped. He, he didn't say all of them were former strippers. All right. He said all of them. They're rap making about. sex. Based music that doesn't make his comments correct, man. He said it in a negative here, fashion. What I get it though, but I get it. You, you, you everybody. You're very chauvinistic. It's okay. No, it's not. God. It's not being chauvinistic. It's man. very because you everybody you just told wants, women they they shouldn't feel this way. Nah, you said not, it's fake outrage. It's not about telling women how they should. <laughs> you feel just told them they shouldn't feel this way. Everyone wants to come up off a of reaction. Everybody want to do reaction Who's videos. Up? Who's coming up off this? Everybody wants to comment in the shade room and have this this rapport with other people who they think agree with them, and everybody wants to jump on a topic when it's not even a big deal. It's, it's not like old. he it's not, yeah. he not in one way, shape, or form was trying to be disrespectful. You could have taken it for however you wanted to take it, but then if you even look further on the clip, it's given context. That, so I just yeah. feel like that everybody wants to jump in this arena of hey, my comment matters more than your comment. Hey, you that said this, anything. I agree with you, and that that's what people anything. are doing as far. As their backlash to Jermaine Dupri, he didn't say they were whack or none. He just said he it's didn't not say his anything to that. Ser- to, to he said that you don't have preference. to think your comment is disrespectful for it to be disrespectful. FYI, no, I agree yeah, with that, true. but his words okay. are disrespectful. That's, that's, that's all I'm gonna say. And I that's thought Cardi handled it well. Yeah. I thought Cardi handled it well. Cardi bodies. Yeah, PR. I thought she handled every it well. time she come out and say something. I feel like that she's she didn't take a right. Well, Cardi was saying a lot of things that you guys disagree with, though. But she didn't take, in my opinion, the way she came off, she didn't take offense to it. Even if someone disagrees, it's not, I mean, we just have two different opinions. That's true. Moving on. Yeah. (laughs) Because that was ridiculous. (laughs) Tech Nine, we're going to take it to Kansas City. (laughs) Now, the KCMC has been lauded as being one of the most successful independent hip hop artists of all time. Uh, well, a person close to the situation is saying that tech isn't exactly what it seems. Uh, the person named Minna City? 
on Instagram. Menacy, I guess so. Claims that Tech Nine is being used by his business partner. Now, the business partner allegedly owns everything, and Tech simply leases it through him. Mm. The cars, the home, the warehouse. Nothing mm. is in Tech's name. Everything that we praise him for. Exactly. Does this make you look at Tech differently, or does this sound like business politics as usual? I think it's a little bit of both. It makes me look at Tech a lot differently, especially because that's what his name is, in in my eyes, made from. I'm, I don't listen to his music. I'm not a big fan. But when you mention Tech Nine, it's always mentioned the factories of merch that he has out in the Midwest and the, the, the tours that he does independently, yeah. the artists, the strange music, all of that, all of that comes up and is tied into his music and his persona. So if you're now telling me that all of this is just He's the front man, and there's some Cadillac Records, Cash Money type, uh, Paul Rosenberg, NWA, Easy E type shit going on. Then I have a problem with that because there has to be some situation where we can look to and be like, this dude is winning. And we mm -hmm. thought that Tech Nine was that guy. He, we highly praise him. Like I say, even though I don't listen to his music, every time that I hear of him or speak of him, people speak in high praise because of the business acumen. So if now you're coming behind me and you're telling me that this guy that works with him is just pulling strings and he's a puppet, I think that takes away from his brand. Yeah, and no, ma It makes it a lot less impactful as far as what it was. It, it takes a lot away from his brand because that was his brand. He's done the interviews with Forbes before. Yes. He's made their cash cows list, making about eight to nine million a year on some of those lists. And to our knowledge that has been done all independently if you're doing that with a huge ass machine behind you or something of that nature then you don't get those same looks that you maybe would have normally this reminds me a lot of the young Dolph situation that happened earlier in the year when he had been claiming this entire time to be independent it turns out he said he signed a deal or two and so that may have been a little fugazi now with this situation it's a little tricky because they're saying that tech nine's business partners doing some of this behind his back and that he owns a lot of the stuff that He's loaning it to tech, so he's kind of getting paid twice behind mm -hmm. it. And so they're saying that he's been do being done unfairly. So I don't know if Tech Nine is aware of all of this. That's a little bit of the difference. Like a Cadillac like record situation, or like maybe a Blueface, how we looked at him when he signed the 10 labels. And then when those questions arise about who are you who signed to, at? he gets gifted a Porsche by his CEO. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we look at stuff like that, like, oh, he don't know what's going on. Like he's <laughs> clueless. This might be a situation with tech where he simply doesn't know that his business partner is robbing him allegedly because that's this isn't necessarily fact. This is just a source this is, close yeah, this to is accusation. These are accusations with a source close to the situation. Yeah, exactly. You spoke of the Forbes, and one of the yep. accusations is that that is not tangible money that they're reporting there. That that's all stock in the corporation. That none of it is <clears> tangible <throat> as far as assets. So that would take a lot away from um, it as well, meaning that everything. And dude on the ass. They say the dude own all of this owned shit. All by a parent I, company. Yeah, my whole thing is who is they? Oh, just like we said. Minacity. Yeah. That's why I'm like, well, that's his name. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, really, man? Who who is this guy? Like, you come on here and try to expose this man. Obviously, you have an axe to grind. Yeah. For I mean, so. I so you're not biting, is what you're saying? No, because I don't, I don't. I don't like the go ahead. Artemis. That's your guy, right? Yeah, he, he, yeah. he reported he, on he this put same, the same thing. Up. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, that. Artemis did, but we don't have any facts about it. I mean, he made, he put a very good what? story about it. We have yeah. he put a very good story about the guy being related to someone else who was in a record company as well. That's all. But in, in Tech Nine situation, right? It could be true or it couldn't be true. Yeah. So, it, but the, the question is, will we look at him differently if it was true? And yeah. you I mean, I don't look to. at him differently because I don't look at him at all. So, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but the no disrespect. I mean, no disrespect. Right, I just, right, I'm just right. not a fan, so I wouldn't the, look at him differently at all. I was yeah. a huge fan of his business. Yeah. The reason why people even did look at him, if it wasn't for the music, was well, he has his business. He has a cult fan, a cult uh, oh, following. Yeah. But the reason that he reached even here, where we're talking about him as far as the topic, is because of the business aspect of it. So, yeah, I think it takes away a lot. You do look at him uh, differently. And as far as the, the validity of it, yeah, I mean, some stuff true, some stuff ain't. We don't know. Right. Uh, but Artemis has a long track record, as your as our group text would state. If you <laughs> yeah, defending does. you defending him. Yeah, he does. Actually, uh, uh, different stuff. So it's, it's an industry it's, insider. It's, Irony there, what you saying? Irony or irony? What you saying? You don't believe this specific <laughs> post and and everything else you do believe. So, I do right. think that there is some validity to it. One reason is because oh wow, it, you believe it then? I said there's probably some validity to it. They, they, I don't think that this guy made all this up in a lie just out of spite. Like oh. ain't nobody got that much time. Oh, he's angry at somebody. But I do think the tech now would have addressed it. I ain't seen. I was looking for why would he? Why, why would he address? I was this? looking for something. It's a big deal though. For I him. was looking for something. No, you would never address for this. it to be said as far. 
far as either him or the guy that they're claiming of doing oh. is the old old gun Travis old gun guy yeah. going. Uh, I would look for either one of them to at least have something to say about it, and they no, didn't. I'm not surprised. And I think that that's kind of sketch in its own as far as them trying to regroup and figure out how they address this. Well, so you don't need to discuss business in the public at all. Why, I, why would he say anything? Home, yeah, but why would I address that? <laughs> I, I don't care. Um, it because on how it because your business, in, in his case, is a part of your profile. No, nah, like, man. Your business, no. you, can't, you can't say... If if he were to go do an interview tomorrow and he say, "Well, I'm gonna dress my business in public, fam," he's built twenty years of notoriety <laughs> off of that business. That's no, Jay Z doesn't discuss business in public. Jay Z has good music. What? <laughs> oh, now <laughs> you on, now you taking shots at him as a rapper. <laughs> now now you sound ridiculous. Damn! <laughs> if 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 Tech no, Nine don't do that. if Tech Nine is on the Breakfast Club, it's not because of his music. One hundred percent, right? Well, no, it's, it, I He's understand what you're saying. Right no, no, it's, it's half so and do half. So people, do people, He's come up are off people his music. looking to hear from Tech 9 for his business ventures or his music? Both. He this does a have both. a cult following. Y'all right. are right yeah, about what that. Are you talking about? But if you're on a bigger platform than your cult following offers, people are going to want to know why it's not the music because that's cult following type music. It's going to be about the business. It's going to no. be more about the business because program. they're not no. playing any of his shit on one of them. Exactly. On, uh, yeah. They've never heard him. They have to explain why it's Listen, if it's not going to affect my bottom line as an artist, I'm not getting. I don't. I would oh, never I don't think this, this will affect. This not going to affect him. Why would I address this? Now, nah, because his fans, the cult guys, they don't give they a don't fuck. About yeah, that's my point. I would that's never. I would never address this. Ever. That's a fact. It might affect his bottom line if his guy is actually raping him. But that's a different story. That's a different story. Bottom line has been exposed. Uh, all right, man. Moving on to Kevin Gates. Gates is currently under investigation for violating Louisiana Department of Corrections <laughs> visitor rules. Hmm. Now, while visiting his uncle Lee Lucas and incarcerated rappers Mac and C Murder, Gates took a pic for the gram while holding seven, several hundred dollars in front of his face. Now, the Elin Hunt Correctional Center policy prohibits visitors from bringing in more than $300. $300. Any amount above that is considered contraband. Is the jail doing too much or should Gates have known better? He should have known better. And and the reason being is he not too long got out of jail. I think he was in the same jail that they were in. And I feel like it was a, a flex that he was going to do and feel like nobody was going to do anything about it, which they probably won't. He ain't going to be threatened with jail time or anything like that. The worst would be is he probably can't go see his uncle no more. Uh, but mm. I feel like that it was a flex that he didn't have to do, and that's part of the problem with Kevin Gates uh, doing unnecessary stuff, saying unnecessary shit to kind of get him in where people looking at him like, what? Like, why? Like, there's no reasoning behind in, in some people's eyes to a lot of the stuff that he does, and people find it difficult to understand as to why he's even so popular in the first place. I think it's a with, with Kevin Gates, he's erased the middle ground with his actions. Either people love him and they fuck with his music, or you mention his name to somebody and immediately they're like, I hate dude because he thinks he's so deep and he shoot this pr prison jailhouse knowledge and whatever it may be. <sighs> that they want to say about or gripe about with him. So I do think that he's erased that middle ground doing things like this, putting himself in situations where it's so high profile where he didn't have to do it at all. And he's a good enough artist where the music can speak for himself, yeah. for itself. It, it, it was a flex, and it was a very weird flex. That's Kevin Gates. The first thing I saw... King of the weird flex. The first thing I thought when I saw this picture, which was him, C-Murder, Mac, and his uncle, and they were sitting at a table, <coughs> and he was holding the money up in front of his face is... Why is he holding the money up in, in front jail. of his face in jail? In jail. I didn't understand what the point of that was. I thought it was just, it was in bad taste. Like, I get it. I get the money phone shit. I get, like, I actually get all of that. I understand why somebody would, would hold thousands of dollars in their hand for the gram if you're of a certain age. And, you know, oh, you, you get him up on. Yeah. I do understand that because holding a lot of money actually does feel pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Weird flex. Ignorant. Okay. No, no, it actually feels good. <laughs> I understand that part of it. However, why would you do that in jail? It comes off as disrespectful to you, the people who are locked cause up. Because you though. know, the, I feel like he not trying to disrespect the people that are locked up. That's how it comes I'm off, trying though. to disrespect the administrators because I've been here. I know the rules. I've had problems with this shit before. And now that I finally got in and I'm on the outside and I'm able to do it, I can say, fuck y'all. Do fuck that in a solo rules. pick then, dude. Hey, I mean, do hey. that in a solo pick out front. Like, don't do that when you sit next to people <laughs> doing life. Isn't, isn't that the story of Kevin Gates' career, though? What? Ain't, 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 isn't that what we find ourselves saying about him mostly? He took off with Luca Brasi too, goes to jail, gets in an incident. Then he had the incident where he kicking the chick that was doing the whole, uh, when he did the concert. Right. It seems like every time that we are mentioning Kevin Gates, it's always about something that 
not pertaining to his music, and then he still go out and sell a hundred k. So you can't say it's taken away from him. But I, like I say, it erases the middle ground. Either you fans of him or you don't fuck with him at all. He don't give you a chance to be like, ah, oh, he all right. <clears throat> I like his music because he turns you off by doing some of the other gross shit. Yeah, Mr. Kevin Gates, don't you ever change, buddy. <laughs> this is what the entertainment industry needs, people like you. So keep on trucking, regardless of the it. criticism. I don't get it. <laughs> it just didn't make sense. But he doesn't make sense a lot of times. Did you watch him on Everyday Struggle yeah, since you oh watched God, it? it's ridiculous. I didn't understand what he was talking about. I don't know what he was talking about. Then his pants were sagging. Why are you even having a bill on? I don't know why he be doing that. Like, yeah. He's yeah. just extra. He just he even, What did he come out and say? He was killing no cap? No, he Whatever. explained where that came from. Talking about no yeah, cap. Yeah, and that was cap. <laughs> what he was talking about. Like, come on, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. But that's Kevin Gates, though. Yeah, but that's why I said don't ever change. Because, you know, we need that. We need that's that a, balance. You balance it out. That's a shame because that EP came out with the other week was it's fire. Mm. And that is getting overlooked. Yeah, it's not bad at all. He made good I'm talking about fire, but it's, it's not bad. Fire. Kevin Perfect Gates. gym shit. <laughs> make great music. Oh, you in the gym? When You uh, <laughs> you can't tell? What the fuck? That's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Man, before we get to this music break, let's talk Hove. Jay-Z signed his mentor turn enemy, turn friend again, Jazz O, to uh, Rock Nation. For those who don't know, some of Jay-Z's earliest uh, features and breakout <clears throat> moments came courtesy of Jazz O. Now, the two fell out early 2000s but have since patched things up mm -hmm. rock nation will now distribute jazz's label king's county media group this is a big deal brooklyn no deal or no deal i don't think this is any deal at all it's just two friends mending things up and jay-z giving him a business opportunity you're not waiting on the jazz o album to drop under rock nation i don't think it's going to open any additional doors people that know jazz o already look at him in a certain light so any access that he was going to have i think that he had that anyway yeah. uh, i don't think that joining rock nation does anything for him on a business standpoint right. but i do think that opening the door for him and jay-z uh, as far as a friendship aspect i do think that, that was a cool thing for him for jay to say that i am partnered with him they may get him some additional looks outside of you know what they're doing as far as just business aspect and not musically but i don't think it opens any doors musically additionally for him at all yeah i think it's a little deal uh it's cool to see them bury the hatchet uh, of course, everybody makes the joke of Jay-Z in the Hawaiian shirt Hawaiian and Hawaiian Sophie. Sophie. Uh, <clears throat> they know that's kind of where he got his name from, Jazz O, Jay-Z. Uh, Jazz-Z, yep. So it's, it's you know, that, that's a cool story to come full circle to see them patching things up. Am I looking forward to anyone on Kings County Media Group? Probably not. Mm. Um, you how, motherfuckers are ruthless. Yeah, but I'm just saying, let's be honest, <laughs> we're not checking for Jazz O. I'm not sure if it's him. But that's what music. I'm about to say. Y'all okay. don't know who's going to be on the, on the Emperor. That, I don't. Business deal, is, uh, that's why it's a big deal. I don't, but I've seen what Rock Nation has done with Jim Jones brought him back to life, so maybe yeah. he can get Kings County Media Group cooking. Or this may have just been a favor for an old friend to show love to pay back yeah. for the years that he shit it on. Well, Who knows? It, whenever you can, as a friend, extend an, an olive branch and a business opportunity to your friend, I mean, we don't know what he can make out of this. So I, I think this is fine. I think Jazz O sees this as a big deal, and I'm and I'm right with him. Of course, because he wouldn't have had this opportunity otherwise. I agree. So if I take an artist and the artist happened to blow up because of Rock Nation, that's a huge deal. So if, I, I say so. I think it's the beginning of of, of a big deal. I, I'm, I'm happy to see it. We won't hear anything from Jazzo for the rest of our lives. Yeah, um, but he's not. That's not him. Y'all keep mentioning him. He's not the artist. <laughs> it's his imprint. Who yeah, is his we artist? know it's the media. That's deal. my point. We know it's a media right, deal. So I'm, 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 a, I'm a bit perplexed. On, at, at, on, at what are you guys <laughs> talking about? Shout out to whole bossing <laughs> well, up, signing his enemies, man. I love Hov, yeah, man. That's, that's my not guy. his enemies. Jazzo put him on. I don't think Hov seen the squad. We wouldn't see Jay Z if he didn't see the squad over there at Kings Media and was like, man, I got to sign these niggas, man. I don't think that that happened. Favor for a favor. Yeah, a favor well, if, if Jazz O had enough, because if that was the case, I just cut yeah, you out and I'm gonna okay. sign you anyway. I'm, 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 you Rock Nation, you gonna stay over there with Kings County? Bro? Yeah, Come but if, if Jazz O had if Jazz O had enough insight to find out Jay Z early in his career, I'm sure he can pick out other talent as well. But Jermaine we'll Dupree is watched 20 years later. Jazz O is not <laughs> got yeah, it. But Jay Z Thank is the greatest you. rapper ever. Jermaine Dupree has I'm never found Jazz anyone <laughs> close <laughs> to Jay Z. I'm talking about Jazz O. Jermaine Jay Z. Jazz O discovered Jay Z. Three of the biggest acts in music history Ooh. with Usher, Chris Cross, and the Brad. Uh, no one is Jay Z. No one. <laughs> thank you. No <laughs> one. He didn't Usher find, is the, is he the didn't closest find thing. anyway, though. He didn't find Usher's, anybody. Usher is the closest thing. Okay. Thank so you. give Jay thank Shout you. out to Jazz O. You thank think you should respect Jazz O. Y'all got Jazz O fucked up. Y'all let me know what that Jazz O sound <laughs> this like. This nigga ain't no new Jazz O, but not you, man. It's not new Jazz O. It's his imprint. Man, what's the cool. music breaking? Please don't say jazz o. No, the new jazz o. Of course not. <laughs> uh, see, you guys don't respect women are veterans, okay? Uh, the first break we have is from uh, FBG, Zoe Dollars, Work Too Hard. Shout out to the whole FBG gang, Zoe Dollars, Future, what it is. Let's hear it. 
I done been betrayed by the same one that say they love me Won't do it again I gave a broke bitch my heart, she fucked me up I had to charge it to the game, bitch, I'm a soldier I done lost some real ones that ain't gon' come back to me Fuck, I look like losing my mind over a group Only time I feel alive when I'm on these burkins When I'm clutching on my five, niggas tryna murder me If my mama's still alive, I'll be down, she pay me Put a hundred on your squad for I let you hurt me no, no. I work too hard for my name to let you come put dirt on it. I came up out of the mud, I emerged with no stain on me. And if it's beef, then it's beef, cause we ain't squashing sheep. I jump in a whip, I got my Glock and sheep. Yeah. I'm with the hitters, they be popping sheep. Yeah. And police ain't stopping sheep. I get you my back, I know you was gonna stab me in it. And my mama been done told me, but fuck it, I ain't listen, yeah. I was broke with you, we didn't share the same food. We are back. That was young Zoe Dollars work too hard. How you feel about it? I like Zoe Dollars' new project, man. I love the title of it. Uh y'all check for that later. It's for follow up on it. But I like this. I like the song. I like the project. Zoe Dollars surprised me, uh, as far as the, the project as a whole. What did the song sound like? I though? Like the, the one song. that we just got through. I said I like the song. I like the song. Do you want any more? I was trying to fill airspace till you took over. I like the song is usually when you come in and say, "Well, this is what I think," but no, you didn't. So I was still talking about the album. What do you think? The song "Worked Too Thank Hard" you. was actually pretty dope. Shout out to Zoe Dollars. I'm not the biggest fan. I've actually never really heard a full project. Uh, but I did like this record though, and it made me check out his project. Shout out to Zoe Dollars, man! I was impressed. Yeah, it's a dope record, dope little vibe to it. Uh, I like the whole project as Lou said as well. They did their thing. I'm glad he uh, finally got a chance to shine on his own. Free bands. Uh, yeah, free band gang. FBG. All right, man. Let's talk music review time. Big Crit. Crit is here. Is yes, the uh, project. It is kind of a sequel to Crit was here, maybe, kind of, sort of. I know about the sequel. Right, maybe not. Uh, however, uh, you know how we get down, expectations, initial thoughts, highlights, lowlights, and then we'll finally have a rating, and we may have a couple of questions, one or two, to close out uh, the topic. First things first, though, low, medium, high, where were your expectations with Crit? I always have medium <clears throat> expectations for Crit just based off the Crit Was Here album and how dope that was when he first came out. I've always been a fan, though, harshly criticizing sometimes as far as just not living up to my personal expectations uh as far as a, as a career and an artist i don't think that you could ask for more uh sticking with what he says true to as far as his southern roots and being a lyricist i don't think you could ask for more as far as other than the position that he's been in it was a rocky road getting here and with all of that being said my expectations are always medium or above i would go with medium with this one just because i'm always here for new crit what about you yeah i'm medium as well i thought he put out those trio of ep uh, late last year they were some little cool mm -hmm. uh, he strangely put them into one project at the beginning of the year um, for one reason or another somebody else got paid for that oh okay yeah, fair enough accessibility actually that was under a distri another distribution ah well if it's for the bag then it makes all the sense in the world mm -hmm. uh, but the music was cool it wasn't bad it wasn't just the shit like that but I always have faith man with Crit that it'll give me something special um, I know yes. what he's capable of uh, Crit was here we referenced that a lot on this show. It was fucking amazing. Amazing mixtape. The Holy Grail of mixtape. Probably his best oh. work. However, he has had heat since then. And so I'm always hoping <clears> that maybe one day that he will recapture something close to that Crit was here. And uh, with him naming this album, I was a little scared calling it Crit is here. It's a lot it, to live up to. That's a lot to live up to. Exactly. Because it immediately made me want to go listen to that other joint. However, we're reviewing this. So I had to listen to this. Um, and initial thoughts, I'm going to say I liked it. Didn't love it. First time I listened to it. Now the second listen grabbed me, and it hasn't let go since. Yeah, um, I'm really, really, really feeling this project. <clears throat> um, I'm proud of Crit on this one. I see growth. Um, he he only produced one track on here, mm -hmm. and that's big for him because he typically does his entire projects. As a matter of fact, I heard him on Breakfast Club say he has done 75% of, he's produced 75% of his music, and that's just him. So that's not a team, and then they really do the beat, and I put my name on. No, that's him on the boards, him doing his own shit, and he stepped away from that, and we got this which makes me think he probably should have done that and taken a step back earlier. That's what we've been asking of Cole for the last couple of years. Um, and it did wonders for Crit. So uh, I'm really feeling this. He also, another thing that I liked about this was that he 
he brought back cohesive bars, right? So we're in a day and age, and we've talked about this before, it's kind of microwave, where one bar doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the following, and then the following, and then the following. They're all independent thoughts. Uh, like this right Lil here. Lil Wayne style of rap. Exactly. Lil Mixtape Wayne style of rap. Yeah. This album right here, he's got four, eight, even entire verses where they're all themed, and they all run concurrent together. Yes. And he, I think he made a conscious effort to do that, and, yeah. and it just worked. What about you? When you listen to it, what did you think? I think you hit on something that was perfect here as far as the production and him doing 75% of it. To be honest, you could tell on his previous records because though they were good and, and though they sounded like Crit, he, this record I feel like he was able to focus more on rapping. Him being able to focus more on rapping yep. gives you those deep dive bars where he goes three, four, five, six bars where he double it on top of each other giving you different entendres. I feel like that he excelled as far as the rap joint of this. And I do agree as far as him not doing a lot of the beats gave him freedom to do a better album, to 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 challenge himself more and to do things that we usually don't see from Creed. I think that he played with his flows a lot on here, mm. which was great for me. There were different tempos, different styles that you usually don't get from him. I like the features on the album. So my first time listening to it, my first thought and what jumped out to me was like, damn, he rapping his ass off on yeah, here. For sure. And that's not to say that Crit hasn't been doing that prior to, but it was more noticeable here. And it was more noticeable because it was easier to follow, and I assume that's because he didn't have to take time out to do production as well on it. So the first thing, like I say, that stuck out to me was the bars and how well that he was rapping on this album. Chris always been a dope rapper. He's always... I felt kind of got the short end of the stick when you mentioned the rest of the guys from his generation, from Wale <laughs> to Cole to Kendrick, Sean. Sean, the rest of those guys. You never really hear crit, whether it be Southern bias or whether it just be is crit. So now I feel like that he's coming to make sure that you are considering him when you mention the people of that generation. I think that he was successful in doing so. And what did you think when you first heard it? Uh, when it, when I first heard it, I just remember listening to like the first seven songs and being like, this is what I've been waiting for from Big Crit. Yep. So um, my, my first, when I first heard it, I, re I really liked the project. Yep. Really liked the project. Uh, the production was pretty good. Um, it, like it took, it's a different Crit we hear on here. Um, and he mentioned on a Breakfast Club interview the direction of uh, Rico Love and I can yep. see um, how he made sure he got the best out of Crit for this project, and uh, that, he executive producer, didn't he? I th if I'm not mistaken, uh, I'm not sure, but on, on, on the Breakfast Club interview, seems like a fun guy to hang out with. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure where to I don't take know what that. that means. But, right. <laughs> oh my god, I don't, I don't know. I'm just basing it off the Combat Jack stories and him making it rain in the strip club. Oh, 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 okay. Well, we didn't know that context. Yeah, I haven't heard we were that talking episode. about Crit yeah. Breakfast you Club interview. I haven't heard it. I don't think I heard it. That was the live show. Rico Love? That's Rico Wade. Right? Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'm actually way off then. Oh, my God. <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So, um, keep going. Uh, yeah. You heard the first seven songs, yes, and I... they were good. <laughs> shit. <My> goodness. <laughs> we just went down a rabbit hole for right. no uh, but he, he, he was just saying that how Rico Love was, <laughs> um, you know, challenging him to be, you know, I'll do that again. Make this, you know. Make that verse a little bit longer, or for mm. sure, rap harder on this with passion on this verse. And uh, you can tell. I mean, he, he really, he really did it on it. I agree. I agree. Some of the standouts, some of the highlights for me, bars, obviously, specifically on believe, mm. um, and yeah. also on every time. The sports references on every time was super dope. And um, I kind of liken it to he was what he was trying to say was that like I'm coming through in the clutch every time. He was naming people that got rings, championships, people that uh, stay at a high level. Of consistency over a long period of time, I thought that was super dope. Another highlight, which I didn't expect, was Lil Wayne's verse. Uh, when I heard Lil Wayne, when I heard the subject matter of the song, I just knew we were finna get Pussy Monster Wayne from like mm. 2012, mm -hmm. and I ain't want no parts of that. But Wayne snapped. He killed though. it, in that. and that's a dope record, great radio record. With him, right there. sweetie, that shit mm. is hard. Yeah. Um, and then I also liked um, that he limited to coming down off of slab songs. Uh, shout out to my guy Jay Hove. That's one of his biggest knocks on Big Crit, that sometimes he emulates Texas a little too much, mm. emulates Pimp C a little too much. I'm coming down off a of slab every other song. When you're not a Texas artist oh, wow. or when you're not a fan of Texas music like that, it's kind of, 
it's a little bit of a turn off if someone is constantly doing that when you, they have the capability to give you other different types of records. So he didn't do that much on. He only did it on one song technically, which is the Learn from Texas, and it was called Learn from Texas. So you kind of knew what you were gonna get. You were gonna get some chopped and screwed. You were gonna get some coming down off a slab. Mm. But he limited it to one song. That's cool. I like mm. that. Uh, so those are my highlights. What what did you rock with on here specifically? Bars, one hundred percent. I think the bars were highlight for me. And I think he put the album together well. It really flowed together as far as him putting those bars and telling the story of each song, um, just making sure that it stood out. I Also, what stood out to me was him rapping on other people's beat. I do think that Crit was kind of nervous as far as jumping out there and doing a majority of an album with different types of producers. Yeah. And I don't know if he was 100% confident on how that would sound. I think it came out great. I think that he was able to do a great job mixing it up with the different producers. And... As is beginning to be said with every feature that's done, J. Cole's verse. Oh, J. Cole's yeah. body. That's God. what I was gonna like. The, that's that's always a positive. Now, when he see, we see featuring J. Cole, we know we're in for a treat. Uh, he absolutely came through and he <laughs> murdered that. Yeah, I love oh, that. Man. My favorite three songs stretch. He I saved would, that song too. Cause that I, song was good. Like J. Cole made it though. Yeah, he did make it, but I like the song. Yeah. If I had to go with my favorite three songs stretched from the album, that would be in it. It would go from Prove It to Family Matters to the mm -hmm. Blue Flame Ballet. Mm -hmm. That's really good right there as far as that stretch of it. But yes. I, that's what stuck out to me, the album being put together and how he was able to show his cohesion with outside producers finally and able to excel <coughs> with his bars over that outside production. So yeah. that's what, that was my big takeaway. What about you? Yeah, uh, um, yeah what worked for you, Big Dog? Yes, yeah, it's, it's now speaking of the Blue Flame Ballet, I I love that record. It reminds me a lot of Organized Noise, mm -hmm. Dungeon Family, Organized Noise, and Rico Wade. Yes, that Rico. Saying. Well, uh, that it reminds me of that all the way. I love it. That, that's I was just listening to that song vibing off there. It's a great, great song. And J Cole, uh, clearly, <laughs> nice now. He, I mean, he killed it. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, but my some of my favorite records, like I said, are right in the beginning. Um, I've been waiting to make it easy. <laughs> Are, Make it easy. Uh, two of my favorite records on this album, and he's Ooh. really just spitting. He's spitting fire on that hot fire. Yep. Shout out to Dylon, hot fire on on that. He <laughs> is killing those records, and that's what I want to hear from Creed. Just give him all that you can on that mic. Yeah, pause. Um, oh, yeah, what pause. different pause. work? Well, excuse me. What didn't work for me? I would say was some of the slower tempo tempo songs didn't work. Um, I thought High Beams and Life in the Sun toward the end could have been scrapped. Mm -hmm. um, I think the fact could have been shed off of those. I got the concept and the idea of kind of switching up the sound, and I can respect that, but they just didn't work. And I also thought both of the interludes I could have done with all. I, know oh, that's I like the weird. interludes. They were funny. I didn't like, especially so early in the album, number two was an interlude. It just threw mm -hmm. off the vibe to me because the first song I, I like is super dope, the crit here, mm -hmm. and it's up-tempo, and, and then you just got into this interlude. I was like, is this a song? That's like, funny. it just threw me off. Like, yeah. I, I think Carlos Miller, one of the comedians, and the other guy, I forgot his name, he did a great job. Yeah, that ain't do nothing for me. I, I like so I, I thought the Miller interludes. Funny. He, he funny is funny. Now, that's a funny dude. Funny. But I, I did. I could have done without that in those two slow songs. What about you? What didn't work? Uh, I did not like the Little Wayne Sawy song. Uh, that didn't sweetie. work for me. And I didn't like Yellow Beezy. Uh, I didn't like the features yeah. from either one of those two. I think that they kind of dropped the ball on. I made it. Kind of dropped the ball on addiction. I addiction like that is song. that record. I don't know. Uh, Wayne those snapped. didn't work for me. Uh, yeah. And uh, with that being said, for you. Uh, also, <laughs> for me. Life in the Sun was kind of like a downer. I agree. Yeah, like that. That didn't. I, I think that that could have been acts from the album and kind of kept it on the upbeat type <clears> of staying away from that which I usually like those type of songs from Crip but this one was just too like blah yeah I agree uh, those so, usually hit yeah those yeah. usually hit when he does that but those that just what did not work for me at all what you got um for me I uh because you got we always uh reference Crip was here uh, my favorite Crip project is uh Return of Forever that's so same. I like uh, a lot of the Texas stuff and all of that. I'm I, coming I, down. Yeah, I, I like that because I grew up on all that. But <clears throat> um, I think the problem with this album that is a little bit too long. Um, mm. It definitely could have cut off high beams. Um, uh, life in the sun. And life too, in the just sun. Say it. Yeah. Just say it. Just, <laughs> just say those, that, those two songs. Yeah. Song. I mean, so I, if he would have had this at 14 songs, that would have been yeah. damn near perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, and I learned something new about the last song, Mississippi's actually, uh, actually uh, acronym. 
I forgot exactly what he said on the Breakfast Club show. Too much to say, but yeah. uh, I love that he does that because uh, he always drops some knowledge into whatever he does. Another reason why uh, Crit is one of my favorite artists for sure. Absolutely. If I had to rate it, um, I, I got to give it four reels. Fire. Yeah. This is a fire project. Yeah, it is. Uh, I I saw people online saying that. This sounds like all his other stuff. And I was no. like, this absolutely doesn't sound yeah. like all his other yeah. shit at all. This might be his most complete project to date. Yeah, like, I'm, and it doesn't, like, literally, it doesn't sound like anything. Nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, this. Where did that come from? Why yeah. are people saying that? Somebody feel me. Because they're not listening. They're skimming through the music. Yeah, his voice. Explains. I think his voice, like, kind of sticks out to people. So people don't notice that it's kind of the maturation that's shown there on the versatility of what he's doing. People just stick to him sounding the same, uh, like, Literally. They need to stay off Twitter with their opinion. Yeah, that's, man. that was terrible. I'm going to go with Four Reels Fire. I fuck with it. It's a dope-ass album. I think it was Crit's best album to date other than the mixtape of Crit was here. Uh, so the name, he definitely does deservingly so <laughs> earn that one after I walk away from this. So I'm going to give it a superb rating. Yeah, uh, that, that would be four and a half. Excuse me. Fire four. All right. Um, <laughs> it has replay value too. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I give it four as well. It's definitely replay value. Like yeah. I'm still playing it now. I'm finding the songs I really like um, as I put it on shuffle and go back and dissect it. It's a really good project, Crit. I, I really appreciate the project for sure. Absolutely. Now, a couple questions for this Crit album before we get Ghost. Does this prove that he made the right decision going independent? Yes. Yeah, because this, this is better than anything he ever offered on Def Jam. I feel like that there were a lot of people in his ear and contributing to that album that didn't have the the crit brand in mind, mm. and they kind of took away from what the albums could have been. And this is him finally doing it 100 for his brand, and it sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, now he he did mention that Nipsey was actually supposed to be on the Believe record. Mm. Um, that's why he he name dropped him on the end. Uh, he was in the middle of making that song when it happened. Well, I mean, not literally, but he had yeah. the first verse done, and Nipsey was supposed to be on it. Is there a feature on here that you wish would have happened or that, th that you think would have sounded dope uh, on one of these records? I think Nipsey on that song would have been fire. If you go back and listen to that Believe <laughs> yeah. and picture Nipsey yeah. on that, that would have been banging. I mean, it's already yeah. banging, but... That would have been a perfect fit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like an out, some type of outcast feature on that Blue Fame ballet. Oh, man. You took my CeeLo yeah. or something on that? Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, shit. I, that would have been hard. That would have been hard. Amelia Basigo Andre on that. that he would have killed yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Blue Flame ballet. I, yeah. I think Tip would have did a great job on any feature. I like Tip oh, and Big Creek together. Uh, all the features they've done. So I think Tip, any song on this would have been great on him, on him for sure. No Atlanta bias whatsoever, guys. It's the king. Um, y'all let us know what y'all think, man. Rap chat, go to Facebook. What do you give it? What is your rating? Do you feel like this sounded like all these other ones, or are you more on board with what we're saying? Uh, just let us know. Do we have another song break coming up, sir? We do. This is uh, Raleigh, North Carolina rapper Mez. He was on the Dreamville, number one album in the country, Dreamville album. <laughs> 115 albums sold. 115 albums? No, 115,000 albums oh, okay. sold, excuse me. Uh, yes, Young Mads was featured on the album. He's from Raleigh, North Carolina, and this is him featuring Landstrip, Landstrip Chip and Wine or Ween. Uh, it's called Upset. Check it out. Like I live at the Louvre with the pieces. Cause I got Mona's and Lisa's. And I send them home in the Uber. It's a carpool like Issa. Yeah. You won't get a verse for a discount. Uh, gotta get paid for the features. Yeah, yeah. Dot to Miami. So they pay for the features. So she pulling up with a best friend And they close like Porsche and Ellen Like Weinstein to the West End huh. Well I guess that I'm blessed in Need a Benz all white like the alright And that bitch ride like a vault right Make a nigga stop at a whole light Y'all like salt bae with a salt light Name a nigga hotter hotter You don't want a solder partner oh, Riley niggas got the product Riley niggas got the product oh, Like Nick Foles with the upset yeah. T-Mac with the comeback Yo. I'm the one got him upset yeah. No money up constantly, that's why they mad at me, honestly. Yo. Stayed down so long and I came up, now they gotta see. All right, man, we are back. That was Young Mez with Upset. How you feel about that? Cool little vibe uh, right there for the summer with Upset. So I, I'm not mad at that and land strip chip or ween. I think it's win. I want to say win or winny. Short song. Uh, not a bad song, though. I'm not mad at it. Shout out to Mez, though. Is I, is that the same dude? I think that's the same dude that was on uh, Compton that was writing for yep. Dre. Yep, that's he, him. He King Mez. Yep. Um, I knew that voice sounded familiar. So, yeah, shout out to him. 
Yeah. Shout out to Last Strip Chip, though. I'm looking forward to his next project, too. Yeah, it's a dope dope little track. Uh, throw something different in there, especially for off of the Dreamville, uh, piggybacking off of them unheard artists that a lot of people don't know. So I thought I'd throw that in there. Too bad the Dreamville man, artists didn't drop anything. Piggyback off of them. They don't need to, man. <laughs> Too bad it's we didn't get something from them. Shout out to the heard from those guys. That would have been nice. You know, hey, man, they enjoying their number one spot, man. Oh they got God. heat cooking up. What, 115 yeah, albums yeah. sold? Right. 115,000. <laughs> Your your favorite label ain't gonna do it. <laughs> what is my favorite label? Good music, let's get it. Yeah, they won't do it. Um, QC won't even do it. <laughs> you sell 115 out the gate, it easy. won't happen. Won't happen. If Migos on it, they won't, won't happen. Me, lead Migos single. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's money. Not gonna I can, I bet throw, money they gonna throw happen. Cardi on it. It's coming, and I bet it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> throw Cardi and Migos on this. All right, Cardi and Chico. Uh, nah. Question of the week, man. My guy. Oh shit! Look at Pete. My guy, Master P, uh, was on Final Works Picture. His glasses full, are hilarious. Well, uh, he was on Full Size Run, full and he size told run. a story of he and Anthony Mason playing Jordan. Oh, not Anthony Mason. Uh, Him and Ron Artest. Oh, Ron Artest. Yeah. Ron Artest was on his team. Yeah. Uh, so was Anthony Mason. No. I think he said that. Mm-hmm. So, Master P says he and Ron Artest, and maybe Anthony Mason, <laughs> Uh, beat Jordan's team in a game of pickup Cap. one summer and that the police were almost called. Now, whether you believe this or not or Cap. whether Jordan would confirm it. this or not, it hasn't happened yet. Um, what are some of the most craziest and memorable hip-hop stories that you have heard? One, this is the story of the reason why Michael Jordan hates rappers. If you don't know that story, that's a good one as far as when he told Nori that. My favorite <laughs> yeah, that was funny. is E-40 and Biggie. When Big, mm. Biggie thought that, well, excuse me, E40 thought that Biggie was talking about him, this allegedly happened. The young niggas, without any direction from E40, went and kidnapped Biggie on his way to the studio, took yep. him to E40. They called, woke E40 up out of his bed, asked what he wanted them to do with him. He was like, man, I didn't even want y'all to kidnap him, first of all. <laughs> like, let him go. It ain't that serious. And it was because he <laughs> said the E40 record wasn't dope that week or something like that. They came yeah, out he was in a magazine and he said, uh, they asked him about some West Coast shit. And yeah, he said, he, somebody he he said something crazy about E40. And E40 sent the, well, not sent the goons, allegedly, but the goons showed up and Biggie had to answer for that. I think that's one of my favorite uh, stories from back in the day. What do you got? Yeah, one of my favorite, uh, again, I don't know how true it is, is the whole big pun in Jay-Z. Uh, got, allegedly got hit in the head with a bottle in the club. Broke the bottle of Rockefeller head. Uh, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I don't know if anyone has actually came out and confronted. Has Fat Joe talked about this button? Yeah. No. Oh, he did? Nori talked about it and Fat Joe. Ah. They didn't confirm that Jay-Z got hit over the head, did I, I said they talked about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> they did. I said they talked about it. It's on Nori. It's on Drink Champs, one of the Drink Champs. Uh, I won't it might be hear. Drink Champs with Fat Joe. I probably won't hear it then. But that was a very interesting story. I always thought that was crazy and wild. And if social media was around back then, shit would have been bananas. I would have thought you was going to go for uh, P putting Pimp C in the trunk. Nah, we know that story legit. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't talking about nothing. Yeah. Run up on P with that bullshit. And, then, and what happened? Shit. Yeah. They, they he thought about apologized. Nigga, no, that's but, what happened. But, nah, they, what he happened showed up at the hotel. Jay Prince smoothed it out. And that happened. Man, they caught him slipping. There ain't nothing Pimp C could do about that. Fam. Call him slipping. Fam. However, you're, not, you're, you're talking about shooting bail. This nigga got put in a trunk. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, you gonna do? what you gonna do when niggas walk outside and put you in a trunk right now? What you gonna do? <laughs> no, no. You can't do anything. You're I, by yourself. I also, Pimp C I, was by himself. I also know when to talk to a nigga like P <laughs> and when not to talk crazy to a nigga like P. So <laughs> I won't find myself in a trunk. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. Any memorable story, sir, or no? Uh, my favorite story is I have a few from this guy, Dame Dash. Uh, mm. He was running around the Def Jam offices screaming at everybody in that meeting. Yeah, well. That was the funniest shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because he was just so belligerent and obnoxious. With the, the jacket? No, that's the that's when they were on, on the concert. Okay. I'm talking about okay. when they um they had a, like a board meeting. Uh-huh. And he was like, you trying to keep me out of these fucking meetings? And he's going around. Oh, the meetings without Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your man, Dame. Yeah. Jay did that. Jay was having the meetings without Dame. As he, should have. Up out of it. Jay, As he should have. Jay was always 10 steps ahead, man. Are they ever going to make up? Eventually. Eventually him and Jazz yeah. O did. 
it'll just take 30 years and no one will care about it. Yo, God, it's a long time coming. Absolutely. I don't think that's going to happen at all. Um, on Decker of the Week, I am on Facebook for this. Shout out to Barry Jennings the second. Young Barry Jennings. Absolutely. He said, does M Extra have a Dreamville tattoo <laughs> or is he on payroll? <laughs> Every low light Spike Lou and AB said about the Dreamers album, he got defensive about it. <laughs> Shout out to Barry Jennings the second. You are Jennings. on Decker of the Week. Yeah, you are absolutely that was right. Spot on. That was a great <laughs> observation. <laughs> and it seems that I was right about my everything I said. Shout out to Billboard.com for confirming that Jid was a standout uh, on the Dream Album, as, like I, as I stated. As, like I stated as I Billboard to confirm As I stated. <laughs> but uh, young oh, Barry shit. Jennings the second? Is it? Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So. I can only imagine what you look like, sir. Oh, <laughs> Barry, you gotta draw a fucked up picture of him. You know he's an artist. Oh, can he? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can't really. I mean, I'm he handsome as fuck. How you gonna draw a fucked up picture? <laughs> it won't. It won't take much. Give yeah, us a fucked up cartoon. Give us the Beavis and Butthead yeah. cartoon of him. We love it, Barry. And sign it for me, Barry, and ship it to me. <laughs> oh shit. Thanks for That's listening funny. to the show, Barry. We appreciate it. Absolutely, funny. man. New music. What we got? Uh, last week uh, we had a few things we just discussed. The best album of the week was Big Crit. Easy, Crit is here. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because the rest of these are kind of funny. Um, DJ Luke Nasty with Distractions came out last week. Ultra uh, skill, skip. Who is skip. DJ Luke Nasty? He had a hit last year about two uh, years ago when he stole Anderson Pac's song and flipped it. Yes, the on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool Keith had an album called Keith. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Super slow. And uh, Lil Duke, shout out to Lil Duke, man. The whole uh, YSL, shout out to Young Thug. Lil Duke came out, Blue Devil 2. Mm. This is one of the Young Thug's artists? Yeah, YSL. Oh. Yeah. No Love for I Got the Hook Up 2 soundtrack? Nice, you try to skip None. over that. It's trash, shout just out, like the movie. Shout out to I Got the Hook Up 2 soundtrack. Yeah. It's really bad. Really the bad. movie was bad? Was far, it? So I heard. Oh, have you seen the movie? Not yet. I ain't get a chance to watch it. What? I thought you were going to say, yeah, they said it was trash. All My Joe Budden voice. Trash. Who is they? Everybody. We don't trust that. That Lavelle Crawford new special was trash. I told you it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. You said you fell asleep on it. That's how bad it was. You should have preferred that. nigga, something wrong with his voice. He done lost weight. It's just all No, I laughed a couple times. Don't do it. I do. Also, Burner and Currency. But I, I mentioned that last week. Uh, Fino uh, Grigio? Yeah, Fino Grigio. I mentioned that last week. Or Pino Grigio? It's, it's Fino. Fino. Um, coming up this week, uh, we have Inspector Deck coming out tomorrow <laughs> with Chamber Number 9. Mm. We have Iggy Azalea. She's back in my defense. He's about a month too late. Um, Brandon Banks is Maxo Cream's new album coming out. So I'm kind of looking looking forward to Maxo's project. He ripped that Dreamville as well. He ripped his verse. I'm looking forward to listening to this crit again this weekend. <laughs> uh, nothing else is out. I, I got some more. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. Uh, Lil Reese is coming back. Uh, Get Back Gang 2. Did they ever verify was that him that got beat up? That was. And shitting on himself. He didn't shit on him. Nice try, man. Yeah, Lil Reese, that was, Spike Lou. that was Spike Lou. We want to do that, man. You shout out to Lil Reese. Shout out to you Chicago. Uh, shout out to the whole shot. Uh, the Lost Tapes, Nas is coming out. That's this week? That's what they have it as July 19th. Hey. Uh, Murs and Ninth Wonder. I'm looking forward to this Rickets. album coming out as well. It's called The Illid is Dead and The Odyssey is Over. Ninth Wonder is somebody else, man. Uh, he got to do some shit with somebody else, bro. I was listening to that little brother like, this weekend. That I love my one. Yeah. yeah, but I don't like. I'm not into Murs though. He need to do something with. He need to go the Mad Lib route and get with somebody unconventional that more people are listening right. to. And uh, shout out to another Atlanta artist coming out. Surprise, <laughs> we run it. Uh, Light Skin <laughs> Keisha coming out. Act up season. Shout out to Light Skin Keisha. The whole gang. Damn, I know she was from here. Yeah, for sure. And that's what I got. There it is, man. I'll be listening to Crit all weekend. Uh, what do you got on deck, sir? Uh, slow motion this weekend, man. What you got up? Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll be Another in, watched weekend yeah, for Spike Lou. <laughs> shit. I'll be in Chicago. Shout out to Complex Con. Uh, shout out to my guy Jazz. Derb, what up? And make sure we're going to be in the building. Um, Chicago people, what's good? Fuck with your boy. I'm trying to come up on some kicks, though, man. It's a couple yeah. of exclusive drops dropping. Yeah, I man. Need them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going, as you just heard, to Complex Con as well. I love Chicago, one of my favorite places. Shout out to the whole South Side. Harold's Chicken, I'm coming. Uh, CC, what's up? We uh, we in there. CC, what's up? Who is CC? What we yeah, gonna do? Yeah, don't do that. All yes, right, sir. We in there. Let's make it happen. <laughs> hey, man, we'll see y'all next week. Do us a favor. Go to iTunes, leave a comment, subscribe, and rate. Peace. We'll see y'all next time. We out. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.